It's time for another power-packed episode of Headspace with Dr. Mike. Each week, Dr. Mike is committed to addressing real life, sometimes polarizing and controversial issues, while offering practical and informed insight. Listen in as we discuss hot topics that matter to us and the communities we live in. What's up, Headspacers? Man, it's been a while. Lord have mercy. We've had a lot of work and just lifing. Life has been lifing. Life Indeed. has been lifing. <laughs> First of all, Christy, it's so good to see you. How are you? I'm doing well, Mike. How are you? You know what? I'm doing good. We got a lot to catch up on and Woo, a lot has been happening, but um, first and foremost, we just want to first thank God for just allowing us to have another opportunity to come on the airways, and then um, just want to thank all of you who are tuning in on our live broadcasts. Uh, we typically, when we broadcast, we broadcast live on Saturdays at um, 11 a.m. Eastern time, and then uh, shortly after that, we have the podcast uh, that actually um, on all your networks where you can get your podcast from. Please tune in. We have folk all over the place. Got to give a special shout out to the Mothership Elevation Global Media Group. Thank you so much for just all your love and support. Uh, founder, President Cassandra Ferguson, we love you. We we just praise God for you in the ministry that you have. And let's get after it. We we ooh ooh. First of all, Christy, it's the holiday season. How is Santa looking? For for y'all, how is Santa looking? Is Santa's looking is good? It? So it's interesting you bring that up because we have instructed all of um, you know our dear friends and loved ones and family not to purchase any toys. Yep. But we have ignorant friends and family and loved ones. Sure. They, they are ignorant. They are disobedient. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not going to. I mean, Mason doesn't understand what's going on right now. But when I tell you people, let's just put it this way. Mason literally has a car that he can sit in that Rob or I can remote control him through the streets. Like, it's he, it, it's a huge car. And, and the car has a Bluetooth. <laughs> a Bluetooth? A Bluetooth system in it. So you can, he can broadcast his tunes. Indeed, he could listen. He could broadcast Headspace with Doctor Mike. Wow! <laughs> yeah, and you know what's funny? He probably knows how to. That's the thing, because right. you know they they come out knowing how to do all that. Wow! Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, we haven't bought anything from from Mason except for his basic needs. But when I tell you, it's just been one thing after another, and we also had to put the tree up in the loft because we would not have a tree. If we oh, left, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's upstairs in the loft, uh, um, and he hasn't been up there. He won't go up there until Christmas. Okay. He can just see the tree and the lights from downstairs. Downstairs, but he won't go mm-hmm. up there until Christmas. Okay. All right. Wow. How about yeah. now? You you didn't forget your other baby. You got you got Jax. Is Jax all taken care of? Yes, Jax is all straight. <laughs> yes, we, we're gonna baby. take care of Jax too. <laughs> he, he's easy. Well, y'all. What you say? You said what? He's, he's easy. Oh yeah, he's easy. He's easy. Just give us look. I remember when you were pregnant with Mason, and that um, I used to love your lives with uh, the crack. The what was it? The crackers and the peanut butter, or something like that. Yes. He was tearing he that was. stuff up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Mike? How's it going on your end? 
it's going great on our end. You know, you know, Mike is has always been easy, but he's getting to the age now where um, Santa has to go to the electronic store. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not it's not as simple as just going to Walmart or Target and picking up the little toys. It's it's definitely uh, it's definitely getting a little bit, and, and and you can't just half step it either. You gotta. <laughs> you gotta go all the way there. Yeah, so just you wait, just you wait. But no, we, we're doing good over here. All right, so we got a little couple things. I, I just want to deal with this first because I think this is, this is probably the most prevalent. Mm-hmm. Um, all these celebrity deaths, like they hit you, you're like, wow, I can't believe that. Um, this one with Twitch Boss probably. I think the last one that hit me this profoundly was when Kobe, Kobe. died. I knew you were gonna say Kobe. I think I think that because like I said, you know, they're celebrities, so you kind of you know and, and you used to him, but you don't really have that connection to him. But it was just something about him. I said, man, this that was rough. I actually had to stop what I was doing for a little bit just because um it, it really just it really just surprised me. Um yeah, I don't know. Um, the world is still mourning. You know, Twitch. Uh, for those that don't know, um, most recently he's known for being. Um, oh yes, Paul. Good to see you, my friend. Thank you for tuning in. Glad to tell your family I said hey, and yes, you are loved back. Um, oh, man. By the way, I do things like that because of this, right? I take time to make sure the people that I'm closest to or close to or even not so close to, I let them know that they're loved because you just never know what somebody's going through. And Twitch, I didn't get to finish the story. He most recently was on Ellen's. He was her, her DJ. And I didn't realize this, but he was the EP, the executive producer of that show. Yeah. Now that I, re- I mean, yeah, I didn't realize that as well. But yeah, so like the word sad doesn't even adequately like pinpoint Mm-hmm. the emotion uh, of this it's it's just it's a combination of how he passed you know his family you know his demeanor and what we believe may have been going on with him yeah uh the holidays it's just it's a lot so many it's a lot yeah. and, and my thing is like twitch wasn't somebody who i followed or was really sure like fascinated with or anything like that. I knew of him because of the Ellen show. Other than mm-hmm. that, I wouldn't have known about him. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was just like, what? I mean, even my mother called me like, Christy, did you hear? Like it, it really has, she was like, this thing has messed me up. Yeah. 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 I, I, yeah, I, um, and you know, I'm glad that we keep on having this conversation about mental health because I just, I think for a long time it has been ignored so I don't know if you knew this, Christy, but both of my parents are psych nurses. Like that's their that's their backdrop. No, like, oh yeah, they met they met you know at a psych at a psychiatric hospital in Baltimore, and then um you know they, through the years they both worked at state hospitals. My mom actually retired from a state hospital, and so I was always around that concept of um, mental illness in the sense of like. <laughs> Like my parents did a good job of like always diagnosing us. <laughs> you couldn't put too much past it. But you know, it was one of those things that um, you know, we we used to joke about that stuff, like, oh my gosh, he's cray cray, or you know, how many times did we have jokes with people talking about they were riding in the short bus to school, or even the little jokes that we make about 
Um, that person is, uh, you know, a couple of fries short of a happy meal, right? You know, we make those little jokes and we don't realize the impact that, that truly has that that stuff is real. And, and it's so real that it's uncontrollable, right? It's, it's just uncontrollable. I even think about, you know, and I'm not, you know, look, we go in on headspace, you know, you've been pregnant, my wife's been pregnant. We were even having a conversation the other day, just talking about, um, how, the hormones just do what they do like shortly before you, when you get pregnant after you're pregnant like how it takes all that like it takes over your body right and i you know i praise god oh i just praise god when you start thinking about when the, the our grandparents used to say i woke up with my right mind oh my god i just yeah yeah oh. take that for, for for granted yeah that's i mean that yeah. Listen, you can be ill in your body, you know, yeah. that, that of course, is that's huge. I mean, it's a lot to yeah. deal with. But to be out, not have your right mind. Yeah. There's nothing that can compare to the significance of that. Like that is just about everything. And we, yeah. we need to thank God that we woke up in our right mind, that we ask God to keep us in our right mind. Yeah. And that, and that's why it's important to make sure we are very careful of what we digest and take in. Be, even with this Twitch story, right? Like, yeah. I, you know, I keep on hearing little things here and there and I'll run across some articles. But like when it first happened, like I just saw that it happened and then I left it alone. I didn't even dig any further. I didn't want to know anymore at that point. You know, I just tried to, even when things tragic happen in our world and our society, I try to take my time in absorbing that or not absorbing it at all because you got to be what does the word say, you know, watch your eye gate, your, your ear gate, all of that. It's important. It, it's impactful. Kevin said, I had a friend who died of suicide in 2020 and it's still hard. But Twitch's mm -hmm. death hits close to home, man. I, first of all, Kevin, good to see you on here from Denver. Sorry for your loss last week, by the way. Um, but um, or was it last week or two weeks ago? <laughs> um, but um, no, just wanted you to know. Um, yeah, you get it. You get it. Especially I think all of us actually know some people that, you know, just aren't here now because of something like that. And um, thank you for sharing that, my friend. Well, Anyway, our heart goes out to that family um, during this time. Apparently, he has, um, he has, I mean, he has a family family, like, you know, um, teenage kids. And mm -hmm. I just, I just can't imagine. So let's go ahead and take a quick break on that note. And then we'll come back with, uh, with heads up. All right. 2020 gave birth to a lot of endeavors. Here in 2021, everyone has had to get in touch with their inner producer. Our man Garrett Brace is one of those guys you need on your team. We at Headspace with Dr. Michael clients of his as he ensures all of our audio files are crisp, clean, and cool. If you have any audio, video, and even lighting needs, hit them up at GWalt Services on Instagram. Remember, GWalt Services, servicing all your audio, video, and lighting needs. Wow. So as we are uh, heading into the holiday season, um, well, we're in the holiday season. I don't even know why we're heading into it. Uh, one of the words that just comes to mind is joy. 
And, uh, you know, it's, it's funny uh, because joy is one of those uh, words that I just, I just love. And, um, you know, in the Bible, um, I love that there is so uh, many references to joy um, throughout it. Psalm 35 says, for his anger, speaking of God, is but for a moment and his favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may tarry for the night, but joy comes with the morning. And uh, one of the things I, I love about that is that this talks about the fact that, um, you know, no matter what it is that you may be going through, it does not last forever and that there is light at the end of the tunnel. And, you know, one of the things I even want to encourage somebody even now who is contemplating um, suicide, one of the things is, first of all, there is help that's available to you. There is a lot of outlets um, for that. And, and one of the things I just want to, if, if you don't hear anything else, you hear that there is light at the end of the tunnel. There is, it, this doesn't last long. You know, we, we just came through a storm here in Maryland. Uh, and actually, I was trying to fly back from Texas. And we actually flew into the storm to get home uh, to Baltimore. And I'll never forget the pilot said um, about, uh, about another 30 minutes, I'm going to have the flight attendant sit down because uh, it's going to be just too dangerous for them to be up and about. But we know that after about 20 minutes of that, uh, it'll be over and they'll be able to get back up. And sure enough, uh, that 30 minute mark hit, they went and sat down, they did what they had to do. We went through the turbulence and that sort of thing. But then in about 20 minutes or so, matter of fact, I think it was even less than 20 minutes, they were back up and people were still able to get their drinks and stuff before the flight was over. And so I recognize that. And, you know, one of the things I really want to make sure that we're thinking about as we're in this, the midst of this holiday season and beyond it is being intentional about our joy, being intentional. Sometimes you got to work at it. There are times, I'm not going to lie to you, this last week, uh, this last week was was really trying for me. Actually, I'm going to be honest with you, this last few months was just trying for me, not only from a professional standpoint, um, you know, those of you know that I work in government and we're in the process of going through transition uh, with a new administration. And so the, the challenges that come along with that, um, there's some personality issues that I'm dealing with with some with some coworkers. But then also just on a personal level, like um, we were joking when we first opened that life was lifing, <laughs> you know, adulting. We got to adult. <laughs> and there's so many things. And one of the things that I'm just grateful for is that, you know what, I have to work a little harder at my joy, right? Because at the end of the day, the Bible says um, that I have no choice. It says in everything, give thanks, right? It says, um, these things have I spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. When the, when you speak of the, when you look all throughout the Bible, there's one that I really love is uh, Philippians um, that says here, so if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. One of the things I love about that is it just reminds us that, you know what, if, if whatever it is that you're going through, you got to be intentional about that joy. You got to be intentional about it. Sometimes, sometimes it's just easy. Like I'm just happy in this moment. So I'm just joyful. But there are other times where it's like, you know what? It's really rough right now. My money is funny. My change is strange. Uh, you got all these other things that are going on with you. But you know what I always love is that it could be another way. You got to be intentional about your joy. So one of the things I want to encourage you all as you are moving through this season and beyond is to make sure that you are intentional 
about your joy. And with that, that's my heads up. Follow the Headspace with Dr. Mike show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart. <laughs> so you all don't know this, but uh, we have like a behind the scenes, like we get to watch each other while we are behind the scenes. <laughs> and I had to text Christy behind the scenes and said, what are you eating? <laughs> because I want one. <laughs> Listen, I, let me tell you something. I thank God for your heads up. Your head, what it, Lord have mercy. It's heads up. Heads up. I thank God for that because that gave me an opportunity to eat my big LT with fried egg sandwich. And it blessed my whole soul. I, looked, I felt joy. I felt joy. Ah, she felt joy. <laughs> See, you didn't have to be intentional about it. You just did it automatically. <laughs> it was joy. It was joy. Oh my goodness. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, so we gotta we gotta we gotta do this. We gotta do this. So can we talk about um Prince Harry and Megan? We got to talk about Prince Harry. First, I got a question for you. Have you watched any of the Netflix series? I have. I've watched the first three episodes. Okay. I think we're we're just two. We're one behind you. We got... Okay. We, no, but I fell asleep doing one of them, but um, go ahead. Yeah. Yes. So I'm I'm halfway through. They released, I believe, the final three episodes okay. on Thursday. I hear that's hot and heavy. Woo. So I am, I am waiting. So this is the funny thing. I started to watch this without Rob, okay? Okay. Because I didn't think it would be something he would be into. So Mason was taking a nap. I was back in the room. I had turned it on, and Rob came home kind of earlier than I think I, I expected him. And he mm -hmm. came in, and he sat down. He was doing his own thing, and he started watching it with me, which is a good thing and a bad thing. I was glad because he got into it, but then I'm mad because now that he's into it, I can't, I, can't, right, I can't watch it without him. It's so good and it's so well done. Yeah. And you know, I I think I, I realize that I have a bias. I have to acknowledge sure. that. I have a bias. I've I've always liked Megan. Um mm -hmm. even before she even was when she was on Exactly. I was a fan. I was a fan. Uh but I I really don't understand, and maybe it's my bias speaking, and I'm happy to you know acknowledge that. I don't understand how people can cannot believe them right like it is to me very obvious that they're being truthful like why else would you choose it it was toxic and i commend harry and megan especially harry it's more difficult i think for him to, for making that decision for his family and standing on his principles and morals and acknowledging his bias and, you know, and working through that and wanting to get on the other side. So I just, I, I love that I can't wait for the, the second half. Yeah, you know, it, there's a couple things going on. I remember when the, um, when the Oprah interview dropped. And that's when it first started. And mm -hmm. that's when it opened my eyes to, I mean, look, didn't that family, weren't they responsible, partly responsible for the slave trade in England? I mean, I mean... 
I mean, there's a history there of something. Mm -hmm. um, and the fact that she's the first of color, you know there's going to be some issues. But I think with that one, I kind of saw that piece of it. And I was like, wow. And then I was really impressed that this man was willing to lose to leave it all for her like that 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 impresses me whenever um especially and and look we're in headspace you know we have this thing about mixed couples and that sort of thing when i see that i look at that and realize okay he's he has skin in this game like he's willing to take on i don't want to call it a project but he's willing to take on what all that means right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um in some ways even giving setting aside his own um setting aside his own privilege right to do that i think that, that that speaks volumes and then recognize i mean he really do i get the sense that he really does genuinely love her so oh yeah watching the watching it and recognizing a his mom died from that whole paparazzi thing right like that's that wasn't that that was something that was real so the fact that they're not willing to provide security for his family to protect them, that's a big deal. And I think that, that that's one of the things I appreciate. And then what also was interesting is that people, you know, you hear people saying, you know, they talk, they're such hypocrites because they're saying they want privacy. I don't think they were asking necessarily for privacy. They were asking for people to respect them. Mm -hmm. And they were asking for people to allow them to be able to tell their part of the story because they weren't allowed to share their part of the story. Yes. It to me, it I never got the impression it was about them just wanting to be live a private life. Um, it was more of um, no, we we need we need you to respect where we're at. You know, don't I, we're just trying to go to, to Target to get some baby formula. Why are you following me? Like mm -hmm. why, you know, why are you running red lights to catch this picture of a? You know what I'm saying? Like that that's just ridiculous. And I think that that's that's something the firm. Right, because I didn't even know that was a thing. That's something the firm needs to handle. And what did they tell? I think the episode I watched, they said something about um, one of the things back to them was, "Well, look, my wife had to deal with that." Like, yeah, yeah, she'll deal with it. Passage. Yeah, get over it. And the thing is, yes, that is true. Uh, but the 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 attention that Megan got came with more visceral and prejudice and just it you know it, it's amazing how life works nothing is by mistake nothing you know it's just happen chance you know it's just amazing that this part a member of this type of family with all of its history ends up with an american a mixed race woman who's been married before like it was just like layers of reasons for the, the the British folks not to to jive with her and um it just exposed what was already there and I think that you know Harry I don't think necessarily yes he left his family his privilege for her but I don't I think it's even beyond her I think he was able to really it, it exposed and it just highlighted all that was wrong with the institution of of the royals and he doesn't want to be I, I don't i you know if, if megan was gone and not his life tomorrow i don't think he would go back to that yeah i don't yeah yeah well we hope that raven's not i mean uh ravens we hope that uh megan's not gone 
and he, he has to go back to that. We want him to be with Megan because I like them. I, I, <laughs> I, I didn't realize he had so much swag, and um, he has he is, he's a vibe. Like Harry is a vibe. I'm like, okay, I could rock with him. Like, <laughs> and don't you love the way they met though? Like that is to me mm-hmm. fascinating. The, the fact that they met mm-hmm. online that she did he didn't know who she was, and of course she knew who he was, but. Not really, because remember the very uh, one of the episodes they showed, they played uh, the video of her of an interview way, way back, you know, a, a long mm-hmm. time ago, and and she was like, he, they were like Harry or uh, or William, and she was like, uh, I don't know, I mean, she knew who they were, but mm-hmm. not to really choose which, you know, which one, and so I just mm-hmm. I thought it was phenomenal. I, I think it's just so well done. It was, I, I agree. I, not to spoil for anybody, but look, it's on Netflix. Go get it. The one little piece that made me laugh was was their first actual date, and he was late. Yeah, and she was like ready to to sign, like to basically, you know, yep, I knew it. This is what it was going to be. Blah blah blah. And then he was all flustered. She said he was sweating, like he was really upset that he was late for this. And and she said, no, he really isn't that guy. And yeah. and, and the rest is history. So anyway, check it out. I think it's I I. I, well, I I think there's a level of we all are fascinated. Well, to some degree, I, I no, I'm not gonna say everybody. I am fascinated by the whole um, the the castles and the 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 king, you know, the royal the royalty stuff. Like it is, mm-hmm. it's a fascinating thing. Um, I think that's why um, going, you know, when you speak of, I think that's why um, Black Panther. You know, we talked about this before amongst us in the African American community. Is, is really dope for many reasons, but one of it is that whole idea of we actually have a royal family too. You know, there's there's the idea that there could be a royal family that looks a lot like us mm-hmm. and um, that whole idea of Wakanda and, and the kingdom and all that stuff. And so um, I just, I think that there is a natural fast affinity for that. I mean, think about it. Um, all the way back to our fairy tales, Cinderella finds her Prince Charming, you know, Sleeping Beauty, like all those stories that we hear of um, I just think there's a level of fascination that goes with it. So anyway, that's good stuff. Let's go ahead and take another quick break because we got to talk about, um, yeah, Pastor Mall Mall. All right, here we go. Our world is filled with polarizing topics that land most people on one side or the other. The Headspace with Dr. Mike team isn't afraid to take them on. Monthly, we will invite people on both sides of some of the most controversial topics from the serious to the silly to debate their positions. We look forward to charged discussions that will inform and entertain. DM your head-to-head show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook at Headspace DM. Christy, why does Pastor Jabal Bryant find himself, does he do this on purpose? Like, well, no, I know the answer to this. I know the answer to this. Okay. I have a name for him. I don't know if it's appropriate for this uh, program. Text it to me real quick. He's. So I a, oh, I'm going to put it in an in an appropriate way. Okay, because I'm curious. I want to. He's a media tart. <laughs> Was that appropriate? So, media tart. So, <laughs> okay, I can see that. All right. So I guess for me. I see the pulpit as the pulpit and the political soapbox as the political soapbox. And I think a lot of that 
has to do with the fact that that's the type of upbringing I came from. I came from mm-hmm. a church where I pastor. You knew he had an opinion about politics. And I mean, when it was something that was strictly like it was really positive, you know, he would take a stand on it. But when it came to politicians, he he kind of left it alone. Like we don't even let at our church, we don't even let when they come to visit, they just sit in the audience like they're not allowed to get up on the pulpit and talk right. Um, no matter who they are. Right. Um, and so that's just our policy. So I think I come from that standpoint. But I look at him and I see him as what Martin Luther, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Back in the day during the time of Martin Luther King, that was how the community got their got their messages. And so they kind of had to blend the two. Okay. And there was a blending of the two. And I feel like he's adopted that that lifestyle i okay. feel like that's the calling that he feels that he has but i don't know if that's the right thing to and, say and i understand where you're coming from that makes perfect sense i think that you're right uh however house and ever he he i i really believe that he exploits the pulpit and, and that's not to take anything away from the anointing that I believe he has. The, the man is anointed to, to deliver the word of God. And I, what's that scripture that says gifts come without repentance? <laughs> Something like that. Uh, it It's, it, I think he exploits it. I, I mean, the, the things that he, the positions that he takes, I mean, everybody has a right to their opinion. You know, I, I don't, have a problem with that, but but you have to be careful when you have that type of influence. What you say, yeah, in the positions that you take in public, and when you're representing, you're supposed to be representing Christ in the Christian religion and experience. It's you know, it's a little sticky. It is a little sticky. So I guess okay. So yeah, that's that's that piece of it. Well, However, I'm, all right, let's, well, we let's deal with. Let's deal with what the issue is right now. Because, yes. I mean, he gets himself in trouble. His extra his extracurricular activities gets himself in trouble. But let's talk about this one. He was on a podcast or a radio show, and he basically said something alluded to the lines that all the, the land that New Birth has, that they should actually consider, they need to really strongly consider um, growing cannabis. Mm-hmm. And everybody's in the uproar about, well, I think it first started. The first thing was he said that he feels that they should have a weed section. For me, I feel like I understood what he was saying. The idea was, you know, having a place where people just feel comfortable just to come mm-hmm. and be. And we've both been to Atlanta. It is not, especially before COVID, um, it was not uncomfortable. First of all, people went to church on Sundays. Like the churches were packed before mm-hmm. COVID on Sunday. And there were times where I've been in church on a Sunday and I could smell the liquor on people's breath because they literally or left the club. Or weed, yeah, mm-hmm. and left the club because the clubs closed at like six and they made their way to 10 o'clock service. Mm-hmm. Like they did do, I mean, I will say the culture in Atlanta is a little different than other places because, you know, it's the South. I think they believe, you know, we got to go to church. And so they did that. So I, I, when he said that, I wasn't, I didn't take anything out of that because I was just like, I get what he's saying. Mm-hmm. But then the line, the idea of growing the cannabis, 
I feel like I understand where he's coming from. I just don't know. Like, is that the is that the role of the church? It, it you know, I, it's like it's a it's a mashup because it's a mixture of like I can hear the undertone of him, but he's so used to being uh, polarizing. Mm-hmm. And, and being unexpected and, and shocking, the shock and awe of it all, that many times you can miss the underlining or the undertone of his message due to that. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's where we get in trouble. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, the church is supposed to be a place where everyone is welcome uh, mm-hmm. and that we don't exclude people because of what they may have done or they're doing or whatever, right? It's a hospital. Right. We're all sick in some way who are coming there to be healed and to be in a community of people who care and love for us. So so, no, we shouldn't shun a person because they smoke weed or because they come to church smelling like weed. We know that. No, we should not. Uh, But so that's the message. Right. I think that's the message. But to say, let's grow weed. I mean, I know it's, it's a little rough. I guess there's a, I guess there's a couple of times in, in my mind, and I'm thinking the activist in them is like, look, I just keep it real. The white folk are gonna make money off of the black folk buying the weed. Like seriously, like that's, I get that's what he's what he's saying. Like, mm-hmm. and look, he's like, look, here's an opportunity for us to, if if if, if it's gonna be a thing, it's legalized, it's it's gonna be a thing. Why can't we grow? And be a part of that making the money. I feel like that's what he's saying. But is that the role of the church? I don't know. And I and I'm I'm honest with you all, I don't know anymore. I don't know because I feel like we've gone so far off the path of what I believe that God initially designed, envisioned the church to be, that I honestly don't know. But does, isn't because, that your answer? Isn't that your answer? Isn't no, that I'm really your, being, I'm no, really but, being serious. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what, 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 because let's face it. You look at the early church. The early church was, they met, met in people's houses. Mm-hmm. They met in people's houses. They, um, you know, it, it was meant, you know, you had pastors that actually traveled around to them they actually did their churching in well, part of it because they had to do it in private. But then even when the the church was born, Pentecost, it happened in an upper room. It didn't happen in a temple. It didn't happen in a synagogue like that. So this whole idea of the cathedrals and the monasteries was man's way of I don't I don't necessarily know that God intended for the church to be that. And then these are the repercussions of it. All right. So now we build these built buildings. The buildings have to be paid for. So now we have to pay the money because the tithes and offerings were supposed to support the person who was actually serving the people and making sure the people's needs were getting met. But now we have these mortgages. Now we have these ministries that are doing what they're doing. Now we have certain requirements that have to be met in order to get the tax cuts. We have all these things. We have all these pieces to it. So I don't know anymore. Like, I don't know. So to me, all that you've said and then saying that oh, what the church would you believe we've grown have gone so beyond what we probably should be that to me tells me your answer you do know 
Hmm. It, it ain't. It, it shouldn't be that way. I, I, I do agree. I mean, this this is going down a whole other path. I didn't think we're going. I get go what on. you're saying. I, I get that. I get what you're saying. That yeah, you're right. You're right. And even though we're going down this path, what I'm hearing is we're going down this path that's totally away from what God had intended the church to be. This is a part of going away from that path. Mm-hmm. That God intended for us to sit and grow a gateway drug. That while yes, it is legalized. Well, look. I mean, because I guess the same argument could be made. Well, you need to have a distillery. Or you need to have a vineyard for the wine. Like, I mean, no, I, I hear I hear where you're going with that. And I think thank you for allowing me to process this out loud mm-hmm. because I think I needed to just hear myself thinking that through. And you're right. Yeah, it's not the place of the church. Yeah, it's not the place of the church. Yeah, it's interesting. I was having a conversation with a member of my church and just talking about, you know, it, it's fine to we we can grow and mature and find different ways to get the message across of the church. Um, mm-hmm. But sometimes you got to go back to basics. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, it, like you said, we've gotten beyond where we should be. And it doesn't mean that all that we do is necessarily bad, but sometimes when you, you keep veering off or adding things that aren't necessarily what should be, this is what you get. No, I, I think I appreciate you. You let me process that. You're right. Yeah, I yeah. Um, it's my understanding that Vanessa Long, um, Eddie Long's wife. Um, well, what did what, did they ever get divorced? I don't know. Whatever. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, she basically now I don't know how true this is, but where it is that she basically said, "Look, if this is the route you're going, the money that y'all give me monthly, I don't want." That's what. That's what. That's what I hear. She said. And I, I guess I can understand. Interesting. Anywho, I, I don't know. There's there's so many other pieces to it. Um, wow. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to ask you this question, Christy, because you went to an HBCU. Mm-hmm. I did not. I went to a PWI. And um, this whole Deion Saunders piece. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Deion Sanders, Deion Saunders. Sanders. Deion Sanders. So he was at Jackson State, was there for a few years. Now he's gone on to Colorado. What and, and the, the 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 stuff that we're having we're hearing now, the vitriol arguments that's happening now about that. And I guess for me, I want to start with that that thought of you. You know, you are an alum of, of a HBCU. What are your thoughts on that? Like what 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 are you thinking about this? I, I don't have a problem with Dion doing what's best for him. I, I really like Dion Sanders. I really mm-hmm. do. I, I have you know followed him here and there. I think his heart has been in the right place from mm-hmm. the beginning. And mm-hmm. I don't know what his financial situation is. I think we make a lot of assumptions about where he is financially. Um, but you know, he's gonna get that feed the same way LeBron did when he left. Um Cleveland, Cleveland. And, and you know, so people have to do what's best for them and what they feel that their path is. If he feels like he's done what he needs to do at Jacksonville and it's time to move forward, then that's his decision. Who, I mean, who, nobody's got the highlight on you or the spotlight on you when you leave your small business and go to a corporate you know, position yeah. because of whatever reason you you may have. So let yeah. the man live. 
he, yeah. he, he, he's doing, he did what he did at Jacksonville for a reason, and he's moving to the next stage for his own reasons. Leave him alone. Yeah. Them, I, you know what? I don't think many more needs to be said about it. I agree. Brandy. Hey, what's up, Brandy? Yes, they better leave Prime alone. She said she's team Prime. So leave that man alone. Let him go make his make his little change. And I think you're right uh, about that. Like, just because a person is not necessarily sitting in that seat does not mean that they can't still have impact. You know, he's, they still can have impact and stuff like that. Um, and I guess apparently, oh, yeah, Brandy is saying that. Yeah, you do need to check it out. His last interview says it all. I missed it. it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah, make, make, you do want to watch his. It's, I mean, he does it in his own way, right? Okay, of course. And um, no, I, I think that's right. Hey, when we come back, um, the one the other piece I want to talk about is Brittany Griner because we did not talk about that. And I really want to talk about that. So let's go ahead and take a quick break. Focused on photo, versed in video, for any media brings visions to life from headshots to family shoots casual candidates to structured scenes. Our team can provide whatever you need. In Baltimore, you may have seen us at local events such as the Poly City Tailgate or the Randallstown Romp. You can find us on all social media platforms at the number four, Any Media. For Any Media, for anything. Contact us so we can create. So um, my boost chimed in. She said, who's to say he, talking about Dion, doesn't have a vision to take his mission to another level? Yeah. I mean, we don't really know. We don't. There, there's so many other pieces to it, and um, let that man be great. I think he did some great things. Um, for what he did with Jackson State, I think that there is a movement about. You know, one of the, I do talk about sometimes. Like I'm like, you know, I kind of wonder what my life would be like had I gone to an HBCU. Uh, that's one little piece I feel like I missed out on, um, and I get a little jealous of you guys, including you, Christy, um, about some of the the experience that y'all had, but. Um, so I do appreciate that. But I mean, I think there's other things that have been actually helping with the whole HBCU movement, you know, between having a, um, a vice president who's a graduate of HBCU. Um, you have a lot of um, different celebrities, um, you know, the late Chadwick Bozeman, who kind of gave back to um, Howard um, when he, you know, started really hitting his prime. And then, of course, you know, the mother, all of our, you know, TV mother, uh, Felicia Rashad, <laughs> what she does at Howard and stuff like that. So. Hey, Brittany Griner's home. They just broadcast. She actually got to get home. She's with her family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, 10 months in Russia was one of the hardest things she ever did. Why are we not celebrating as a country that one of our people got home? Well, I think part of the country is celebrating. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, it's it is what America's gonna America. So here's I got something. I, I think this is because I watch. I was telling Shavella this. I watched too much Homeland. So one of the arguments that was made was the idea that first of all, there's this Marine that's still there, Paul Westland or West, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that they made the trade for the Merchant of Death to go back right. Now there's a part of me that wonders how do we know that. The merchant of death didn't get get didn't get turned. Like, how do we know that? You know, he been here for about ten years. He might be a double agent. Listen, a double, I, double, double agent. Is that a triple? Agent? Is that triple? Whatever. It's something. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
how do we not how do we know that how do we know that the old boy that's over in russia how do we know when he come back he ain't been made and by the way i'm almost certain that they checked britney out for a little bit just to make sure she was okay too of course because you know the russians know how to do that stuff they they know how to get into your head and the americans do too and so i guess for me the part that frustrates me a little bit and i guess i get it if you if you want to make it out that that it be the conspiracy theorist that the government is out to destroy america then i guess that's the narrative you're gonna go with so anything that the government does any decision that they make is just not gonna be a good one for the country but i just i just maybe i'm just too trusting i don't know if it's about trust necessarily i, I mean we should be celebrating whenever one of our prisoners of prisoners of war come home whoever it is right it should be a celebration however i will say this and this is not my point i i watch you know a few commentators and influencers and one of them stated this so brilliantly i won't say it the way he did but his point was we wouldn't even be discussing or know what was going nobody cared about westland before Brittany, mm-hmm. the fact that our country is racist, homophobic, um, uh, uh, against women, misogynist, you know, all of that. It, it, the fact that we are that, that is what highlighted Westland's situation. Westland was in prison. This was what gets, what gets me. He was there when Trump was in office. And so Trump said no. Why didn't y'all boy get him home? Mm-hmm. Like, come on, let's let's look at this fully. Let's come on, let's look at the whole picture and be honest about it. This is my thing. Be honest. I I, I try to look at things honestly, and if I have bias, I try to admit that I have bias, and I'm seeing it through mm-hmm. my lens. I I do realize. I try to realize that. But you know, nobody was giving two craps about this dude before Britney got captured and the 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 mission to get her home started and then it was like oh we got another dude over there he'd been there for four years oh mind you there was somebody that came home before her remember that right right so you know i i i have i strongly believe that the u.s is working hard to get him home and the other part of this is the deal what russia was like listen you can have britney for this dude or nobody or nobody so why would you not get somebody home are you gonna say yeah, no I, you can't bring the other you home so leave her in russia that would have been uh the optics on that would have been horrible so and from what i understand this dude is this dude is wanted in several countries so there's only but so far he can go he can't he really should not leave russia right he really should not leave russia so it is what it is and then the other people so then the other side of it is because i do i even remember when uh, she first got caught i was like girl why you got the why you got the cartridges in the plane? Like I get why, why, you know, first of all, I don't even know why we in Russia. Like I, that was me. Like if, if I know that there's this issue, I'm just not going to be there. I understand why. And so this is not me throwing shade at her, you know, but I understand why, but I'm just like, for me, I'm just like, why are we over in Russia? Mm-hmm. Um, but then the other piece of it is um, I don't necessarily believe that this was the first time she traveled with the little, the little cartridges. I believe that she, do she we, probably do we went know, back and forth. But but do we know she really had it? We well, she admitted. Well, we don't know. She may have been forced to admit. 
And then from what I was hearing from other lawyers, they said lawyers there, the fact is that they said most of the time people there that get accused of the amount that she allegedly had was um they get like a slap on the wrist or a fine or something. They don't we really know she get was a pawn. nine months, nine years in a penal colony. We know she was a pawn, a political pawn. We know this. Absolutely. 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 And so and yeah. I, I mean, and do yeah. we again all of a sudden we're trusting the Russia with what she allegedly right. had? I mean, right. maybe she did, maybe right. she didn't. Regardless, right. she shouldn't have been that that was completely an unreasonable amount of time and that did not the, the punishment did not fit the crime if there was a crime so kevin said christy Brittany garner wasn't a prisoner of war though I, well, you're is, right are any, are any of prisoners of war? i misspoke i apologize you're absolutely right it okay she was, that was not the right um description to use for her so thank you for that thank you so much yes don't get me banned by the fcc no no flags. no <laughs> don't get us flagged now we, we don't want all right that. let's take a quick break and we're going to finish showing up yeah follow the headspace with dr mike show on all social media platforms at headspace dm we want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show we also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart. As we are closing out, I wanted to just ask a couple of questions um, for you because I want to see the preference and, and those of you that are tuning in locally, I mean, I'm sorry, live, please chime in as well. All right, so Christmas time. What is your uh, holiday drink of choice? Are we going with eggnog or are we going with hot chocolate? I'm not going with either. Really? I'm. You know, I don't really. I'm not a person who likes really, really sweet drinks. Okay. Um, if I'm going to have to choose, I would have to say hot chocolate. I love chocolate. Okay. So I would say hot chocolate. I do enjoy eggnog here and there, but I can't drink a lot of it. It's very thick and sweet. So just a little little dab will do me. So Brandy said, Brandy said hot chocolate. She said eggnog barf. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin said, Kevin, for some reason I can't get you in my thing, but it says eggnog for Kevin. My man. So yeah, I I like my little my little nog. Um <laughs> now nog. when I do the nog, do you do it? Do you do it naughty or nice? I do it nice. <laughs> okay. I'm on look, I'm on Santa's nice list. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like my nog. I like my nog. All right, here's another one. Are you a gift wrapper or a gift bagger? L listen, I'm so glad you brought this up. I am horrible when it comes to wrapping gifts. Horrible, horrible. But I do it every year because it's my way of showing my love. I, I think the, the worse it? it is, the more pleased and proud I am of it. <laughs> so but. Shavella, yes, she is. Shavella is a bagger. But I'm going to tell you something. I have been working. She has been a project of mine with the rapping because I'm a rapper. I love rapping. It, to me, rapping is, first of all, it's therapeutic for me. Mm -hmm. Like, actually, I... um. I save all my, I don't wrap any gifts until Christmas Eve. Like it's like, it's like a routine for me. Um, 
Let's see. Kevin said he can't. I can't rap gifts. So I'm guessing you're a bagger. Brandy said Santa rap for kids. Everyone else gets it's a, a bag. bag. <laughs> because I know Brandy. Yes, I get that. So yeah, I actually it's a work of art for me. Like so, I actually am very particular about the wrapping paper. Like I can't I can't just get the the dollar 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 store wrapping paper because it, it doesn't cut smooth. Yeah. And it rips easily. And it rips real easy. I got to get like the good quality wrapping paper and I like the ribbons and I do the tying and the the crinkles of it. Like it's a it's Now I want a gift from you, Mike, just so I can get that whole presentation. Okay. All right. Bad. Look, look. You can put a, a water bottle in there. I just, I just want the, I want the presentation. It is, it is, it is, it is a process for me. It is a process for me. So, all right, all right, all right, all right. Are you a do you stop your or do you stop your Christmas music right after Christmas or do you let it linger? I let it linger a bit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I really don't start it. I don't start it early like everybody else. Like right after Thanksgiving, I don't start it. It takes me a minute to get there. I'm just like, is it really Christmas already? So it takes me a week, a couple weeks, truthfully, because I'm not even finished decorating. I got to still do some stuff outside and we're a yeah. week away from Christmas basically. So I, yeah, it snuck up on us. It, it, it snuck up on does. us. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and you know, and, and it's the one, it's the one date that never changes. It's always December twenty fifth, but it just snuck up on us. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandy said, "Yes, I'm done December twenty sixth. Oh, Chevelle is chopping about the gift wrap, and she said it's a presentation. Yes, it, it is a thing for me. It is a whole presentation. Um, Kevin says, "I linger. It lingers. Yeah, I'm with that. Um, all right. So, are you a?" Chocolate chip cookie or a sugar cookie or a gingerbread cookie person? Chocolate chips all the way. Chocolate. Chocolate. That's right. You did say that. You like yes. so you think chocolate. I love chocolate in. chips. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Okay. 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 Um, yeah, I'm a chocolate. <laughs> Brandy said all the cookies. All the cookies. You know what <laughs> cookies I also like? What cookies I also like? And they only they only they're seasonal is the Oreos with the white chocolate covered. Yeah, that's too much. Have you had them? I don't. First of all, I'm not a white chocolate fan, and secondly, that's too much sweet. I, I don't like over too stuff that's too rich. I, I I like just enough sugar, and then I don't want like all that chocolate, 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 chocolate. I love chocolate, but not like that. I don't know. Don't knock. Don't knock the. Don't knock the white chocolate covered Oreos though. You got it. You gotta get the white chocolate Oreo. Well, let's see. Sherelle is like a chocolate chip cookies. She also says snickerdoodles are great too. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Are you a peppermint candy cane or mm-hmm. the candy flavored candy cane person? I can do either. Huh? I can do either. I, I guess if I had to choose one, I would say peppermint. Okay. 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 I prefer the fruit flavored. Like the fruity, the fruity. Yeah. Although peppermints work because you know you take put them po- things jokers in your pocket and they'll help. But I prefer the fruity flavored ones. Okay, they're good. They're good. They're good. They're good. Brandy said, Brandy said peppermint. So we got peppermint there. Good, good, good. All right, here we go. Are you a classical white lights or a colored lights? Class white lights all the way. I love white lights. I love the sim- how simple it is. How it's classic, like you said. And you, to me, 
the 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 bulbs and the bows and everything that adds to the tree. Every the light should be white, in my opinion. Okay, okay, okay. Matter of fact, uh, Brandy okay. agrees. White lights. Thank you, Brandy. Brandy Same said. Thing. Brandy said white lights. Kevin said both. So I think he just admires a good a good decorated tree. Um, <laughs> I'm waiting to hear what what Shirella chimes in. This is look. I got to do the show to find out what um, some of the things that she'd be thinking. Cause uh, so so Christmas is like my jam. Like this is my this is my holiday. Uh-huh. Um, like this is I I I'm all about Christmas. Chevelle is more of the Thanksgiving person. Like she really gets into Thanksgiving and stuff like that. But I get into Christmas. So it is. Um, do you have stockings? Um, for everybody, do you do the stocking thing? No, I I've never been. I didn't grow up with stockings, so that's never mm-hmm. been uh, a thing for me. But now that we have Mason, I am thinking that that's something I might implement. You know, yes, you got to get a stocking with his name on it, with mm-hmm. all your names on it, and then you always want to have. Well, I'm just telling. I'm telling you what to do because this is what I grew I up see. with. Um, <laughs> Um, Brandy said, oh, yes, even the dog and cat. I believe that, Brandy. I believe that. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's nice because that's that's a memory I always have. And there's always something in the stocking on Christmas morning. Like, just something, a little, little stocking stuffer. And it's just mm-hmm. something exciting. So I'm just saying, think about that. Very good. I got you. All right. Yeah, yeah, do that. Well, everybody, I we wish you all a, just a, a Merry Christmas. Um, look, I... I know we're in the holiday season. I know for my Jewish friends, happy Hanukkah. Uh, has Hanukkah started yet? I don't even, I can't even remember. I don't know. I believe maybe so, or maybe does it, is it the was, week was, after Christmas? Yeah, it started December 8th. It starts tomorrow. Tomorrow, okay. It starts tomorrow, it ends the day after Christmas, so Monday, December 26th. So okay. uh, for those of you that are celebrating um, Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah to you all. And then, um, you know, we'll see you in the new year. Huh. Wow. I may, everybody, I may come on once before we uh, get out of the year just to do a special, depending on how, how, how crazy people, people be acting and make me want to talk about it. Cause um, Christy will tell you, I will get on the text message real quick and say, who's headspacing with me? Cause we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> and um, I, It's fun. It's fun when you have somebody else to banter with it, but sometimes it, I was going to get on the day without anybody. But it was a little funner with having you there. So, Christy, as always, <laughs> I wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas. Wait Thank a minute. Mason, Mason, this is second Christmas. Yes. Okay. Second, second Christmas. Christmas. First Christmas. I remember yes. last year we were celebrating. It was going to be his first Christmas. Yes. But this is his second. All right. Cool. Very mm-hmm. good. Well, we wish you all a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We love you. May God richly bless you and give you the desires of your heart according to his will. And if I don't see you before, Happy New Year. 2023 is going to be great. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to Headspace with Dr. Mike. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to follow us on social media at Headspace DM to continue the dialogue with other Headspacers regarding today's show. Everyone is filling their Headspace with something. The question is, what are you filling yours with? Tune in next week.